It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! What's up, Cougar fans? It's time for a Cause Monday episode of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and before we get started today, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are there on the big three. Who knows, maybe someday we'll add a TikTok or Snapchat, but for now, please just make sure to follow us on, on that. there. You can search at the THG Hive, H-I-V-E, sports, and you can be all up to date on all the BYU news that you need to know. Uh, we you can also follow our articles on thehivesports.com and you, last but not least make sure to give us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I know many of you listen there, but um that really just helps get the word out on our podcast. It helps improve the searchability and and just gives us valuable feedback. If there's things that we can improve on, we we're always looking to improve the show. And speaking of the show today. We have a jam-packed episode. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl that just happened, and how does it relate to BYU? It might be a stretch, but but we'll we'll find a way to make it re- relate. And then we'll talk about um, basketball being back to their winning ways, and and how we we feel about that. And then any other sports that are going on in BYU, we will keep you up to date. It's all coming up on a Valentine's episode for the Cause Monday podcast. All right, so the Super Bowl, how does it relate to BYU? Well, this year, un- unlike years past, like like the last couple years with, with the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl, there wasn't really anybody on either team that had BYU ties. There were three Utes and a Weber State Wildcat on the Rams, and there was an Aggie on the Bengals. Now, now the the Rams just, the Rams won, so I, I knew a lot of, um, Cougars and like, like myself, some of you know I, I am an Aggie, but also like BYU. Um, I found a lot of us pulling for the Bengals. Um, the first half I was kind of thinking Rams. I've always kind of liked the Rams. Um, Merlin Olson, he was a famous Aggie from there, and I, I basically like. I don't love, but I like all the LA all the LA teams except for the Lakers. I think a lot of you who are Jazz fans can relate. I know I I do know a couple of BYU slash Lakers fans, so. It's fun talking with them, but anyways, so I was just sitting here today thinking, Sorry, how do I relate it to BYU? But, I mean, a lot of these players from Utah schools played in-state rivalries against BYU, So, uh, and so if you're, you're, not, you're not into talking about other non-BYU players, you can skip this part, but we're going to talk about some of the BYU matchups and and maybe a couple of these guys, BYU got the upper hand on them in college. They they might have Super Bowl rings now, but l- let's go through all the all the people in the Super Bowl. So Eric Weddle, he came out of retirement. He played for the Utes from 2003 to 2006. So he overall had a three and one record against the Cougars. So in 2003, he had a three tackles, a forced fumble, and the Utes won three to zero. That was a weird one. I think that was. Gary Croton era, just just a weird loss there. 
In 2004, he had eight tackles in the 52 to 21 win over the Cougars. 2005, he had five tackles in a 41 to 34 win. Um, and then 2006 was the famous Beck to Harleen. See, I told you we would relate it to to BYU, and so BYU wins that one, 33 to 31, despite a nine tackle performance by Eric Weddle. Uh, so, so let's go through all the other people, and then maybe we can see who was the best, who was the worst against BYU. We'll we'll give all the awards as it relates to BYU. Uh, Terrell Burgess, he never lost to BYU. He didn't actually play that much though, so I don't know. If we're going to give him that credit, I know some some Utes in the last decade crow about, oh, like since 2009 until 2021, a couple of those Utes are like, we never lost to BYU. But um, yeah, he, his I, I don't know if he was injured or what. I have to go back. Maybe we can ask some of our Ute fr- frenemies here. But um, yeah, I'm not sure why, but he he played in 2019 and had four tackles in the 30-12 to 12 win over BYU. Other than that, I didn't see him recording any stats in the other games. I, I know the, the, the Utes had a plethora of talent on the defensive end, so maybe he just took a while to blossom. But there you go on, on Terrell Burgess. Uh, Jonah Williams, it's funny, this was a Jonah Williams bowl because there was a Jonah Williams from Alabama on, on the Bengals and the Jonah Williams from Weber State here on the Rams. But Jonah Williams on Weber State, he never played BYU. I think the last time we BYU played Weber State was 2012, so he's kind of excluded from this narrative here. Um, and so, oh yeah, Matt Gay, he played twice. You know, I've seen a lot of jokes about the former UVU soccer standout because that's where he was, and a lot of BYU fans we like to forget the fact that um, the the guy out of BYU's backyard, just a, a Orem High soccer player, ended up being a Lou Groza kicker of the year for the Utes, but he hit several field goals in 2017. That was an ugly, close game, um, but he, he had the majority of the points there. I think he had four field goals and an extra point, um, and that was a rough year. A lot of BYU fans want to forget for the four and nine year then. He made some extra points, all five of his extra points in 2018. That was the crazy 20 to, to nothing comeback. Um, in spite of, so Matt Gay missed a field goal there, but at least he took care of his extra points. Um, that definitely helped the team. You, you got, you gotta just hit those. Those should, those are like automatic, like free throws in basketball. Um, moving on to my guy, the, the Aggie Jalen Davis. So Jalen Davis went two and two over the, the Cougars. Um, in 2014, his freshman year, he had five tackles, one for a loss. The Aggies won 35-20 in Provo. And then the the Cougars got two win, straight wins on him. He had four tackles and a 15-28 to 28 loss to BYU. His junior year, he had two tackles and a, a pass deflection. But BYU still won it at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, 28-10. to 10. And then we get to 2017, again, a year that a lot of BYU fans would like to forget. Um... I know sometimes, lovingly, I, I make the joke that he was the best receiver on BYU that year because he had two pick sixes, three interceptions total, so so three receptions, um, yeah, and then he had the tackles, but um, USU won that game 40-24, to so I would credit Jalen Davis solely for that game. He was just lights out, 
And without Jalen Davis, I think BYU three-peats us, like wins three in a row. Because they were up 21-7 and then just, um, I, I know a lot of you guys don't like it, but it's just a matter of fact that that for some reason, BYU quarterbacks always get injured over USU. Um, Bo Hodge did get, have one of those um, pick sixes, but then Coy Detmer Jr. went in the third string quarterback and got picked twice, and one of his picks was a pick six as well. So Jaden Davis is also pretty impressive. Um, the only other person that re- could relate to BYU here is Steve Young, which we know is the GOAT. Now, some of you are probably wondering, how does this relate to Steve Young? Well, if you watch the the previews, like, like Super Bowl Sunday is crazy, like a holiday. Like all day there's coverage and just there's the halftime show and the songs and commercials. And, and Steve Young, I, I was watching a bit of it, not, not, not the whole thing, but his analysis is, is spot on. And he won a couple of Super Bowls back in his day. So he, I would still say, is the GOAT as it pertains to BYU players. Um, with respect to their careers in the NFL, so so he's great there. But as far as all of the people who played BYU, I would say Eric Weddle is the best all-around player. We we've seen it in college and in the NFL. He did have the one loss, um, but Terrell Burgess, yeah, he's the one guy that can say never lost to BYU. But I don't, I feel like he didn't really contribute to all of those wins, even though he's he's done well for the Rams. Um, and then Jalen Davis, I think he had the best overall game. Like, I think he had like 91, like yard yards. He, he had the best game I've seen from a a defensive player over BYU in a a while. Now that wasn't the best BYU team we've seen. I think the second or first string wouldn't have three picks like Coy Detmer did, but, um, the Aggies capitalized on that. And so, okay, we'll, we'll make this. We will save you the pain of talking about all these 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 players here. Um, but yeah, yeah, Matt Matt Gade, that that's one I I think that BYU really could have had a good one there. But I mean, BYU has had their a good one the last couple of years since Jake Oldroyd's been home. So so props to them, and and we'll see how they keep doing. But um, it, yeah, it was an interesting game, the Super Bowl. You'll have to let me know some of your favorite commercials. Just I know a lot of you guys were talking about it and having fun with it. Um, overall, it was a good game. Close, like all of the games have been, right? The Rams won 23-20, to 20, so our our neighbors are close to neighbors, like next to our next-door neighbors um, out in California got it done. Um, as far as some of these people with Utah ties, yeah, Eric Weddle had five tackles. I mean, Aaron Donald, not, not a Ute, but or any more close to Utah, but he was lights out and had a game-saving tackle. Um, it was just crazy back and forth. You'd have to see it to just see, appreciate how crazy it was with all of those PI calls. That that a lot of you Bengals fans argue that that kind of cost the team the win, but then the Bengals saw a chance, but the Rams D just stuffed them and they couldn't really get into field goal range. And so, yeah, it's unfortunate for Bengals, but, I mean, Joe Burrow's young and, and Matthew Stafford got the win there. So, um, let's see, did Terrell Burgess have any? I don't, I didn't see any stats by Terrell Burgess, but Matt Gay had a field goal for 41 yards and two extra points. 
Okay, are we done talking about the Utes now? Great, I know we you don't like to talk about that on BYU Podcast, but it's the Super Bowl, right? I was just trying to stretch and see how we could relate this, and BYU's had some success on some of these guys more than others, and so it's kind of great to go back down memory lane and, and look at a couple of those games that were played here in state. Okay, now moving on from that, let's talk about some hoops. So, BYU got wins this week. They were not pretty wins, but they're they're still wins, and I think BYU is the one team in the state, man. I'm, I'm still disappointed about my Aggies just dropping some games this week, especially to Nevada, but Credit to BYU for not losing to the bad teams. They they nearly lost one at Loyola Marymount, but got it in overtime. Uh, I know a lot of of you guys are just upset, just disgusted with all the WCC referees. Like, we'll 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 see what happens. Um, BYU has a full week to recover. Um, so next week we'll only have one one game to recap. Um, BYU is at. Number the twenty second ranked team in the nation, St. Mary's. Wow, I I didn't realize that. So how is BYU ranked twenty? Or how is St. Mary's ranked twenty second? Well, they're twenty and six, but like, what quality wins do they have? They must have had some early in the season. I mean, yeah, they did beat my Aggies, so there's that. But like, yeah, that 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 that's just crazy to me that they're they're ranked. I mean. I guess they are the second team in the in the WCC, so we'll we'll have to to check on that. But I guess they they have always for some reason they've gotten a lot of respect. And UIU, to their credit, was ranked a couple several weeks ago. But um, looking at these games, let's give away the game ball. So Alex Barcel has been pretty good, and and the one point went over Loyola Marymount. However, Barcelo wasn't his best game. He was one for six um, from three and had twelve points. But Fusini Traore had 19, led the team. Gideon George had 18, and Tejon Lucas had 17. So um, Loner still, he struggled. He didn't shoot a ton, but um, we'll get to Loner in a second. But BYU, um, the offense, I thought was okay. Um, won this in overtime. The defense definitely is something that needs to keep, they need to keep working on, get their confidence back. I think playing some of these easier teams will hopefully give them confidence and just a week to prep. Because if, if they beat St. Mary's, they're a virtual lock for the tournament, I feel like. That would be a quad one win, and I think their overall resume would make up for some of their losses. Uh, currently, they're 18-8. and eight. They're getting close to that 20-win plateau. Um, we look in the, uh, in the standings in the WCC. BYU did dip to fifth. Because, I mean, they they beat a lot of these teams, but then... That Pacific loss was rough. Um, did they lose to Santa Clara? I'm trying to remember. No, they beat. No, they barely lost to Santa Clara. So they've just had a couple losses here and there. I feel like they've. I mean, they beat San Francisco once and St. Mary's once already. Then they lost to San Francisco. So it'll be interesting if they can. If BYU can move up in kind of that three three slot, I know. There, it looks like they're a game behind San Francisco. Game and half behind St. Mary's. I think if they could move to that three slot with San Francisco and avoid having to play Gonzaga in the semifinals, that would be uh, a big win for the Cougars because um, the more wins you can get, just the better you can improve your seeding. Uh, moving along to the win over Pepperdine. BYU won 91-85, to so 
again, these aren't great teams, but BYU's finding a way to win them. So credit to them. Um, they're, they're doing what it takes and are hoping. Oh, yeah, my apologies. They're 19 and 8. So I think the 21 plateau, that's, that, that's something that's impressive to get any year. I know a lot of teams in the state are fighting, scratching, clawing to get there. And that's why BYU is the only team that's in the driver's seat that can possibly make the tournament, barring any more collapses. If they lose, if they lose to St. Mary's, then I think they need a first round win in the WCC tournament to to avoid that loss, to 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 avoid getting bumped to the NIT. Because we'll have to see. I mean, there's a lot of bubble teams out there, and and I think BYU is currently like one of the last teams in right now in Joe Lenardi's bracketology. So in, in this win over Pepperdine, BYU was led by 33 points by Alex Barcelo. So just a coming out party for Barcelo. Nine out of 10 from three, just amazing. So BYU overall gets the win. Um, anybody else of note? Like uh, Tiki Ali Tiki had eight rebounds, led the team in rebounds. Um, Tejon Lucas led the team with seven assists. I think overall BYU is just better. They almost had twice as many rebounds. Um, that thir- thirty to only sixteen from Pepperdine. So really impressive from BYU on the men's side. The women just are still going about their winning ways. Um, if we look at them, they're currently it says they're twentieth in the country. They this last week they on Thursday they broke the century mark, 104 to 53. One of my buddies, I think he's a BYU fan, he said, oh, the women's team could beat the men's team right now and got a lot of fun reactions. I, I just think overall we can celebrate that both teams are winning. Um, don't need to compare too much there, but but yeah, props to the women. And then the women beat St. Mary's, 84 to 69. Um, it, the, the women are, they're a fun team to follow. I need to watch more of their games. I know Paisley Harding, she's she's been a fun follow lately. You should check some of her her tweets. She's she's really gotten into the Super Bowl. I I don't know if if you watched the halftime show. I know some some people like um I, I know some people I was watching with aren't really a fan of hip hop or rap, but but I, I liked it. I thought it was kind of a fun spin and, and change and and so so did she um from one of her her tweets. So um anyways so, so they're doing well in that 104-point win. Let's see if we can give a game ball to the women real quick. Uh, Paisley Harden, who else? 22 points, so she gets the game ball there. Um, then BYU beat St. Mary's, um, 84-69. Only two losses on the year, so that's impressive. I think that they're really trying to get themselves a, a good seed in the tournament, maybe a five seed. Like We'll have to see. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll do... A deeper dive on bracketology next time, but here Shady Gonzalez, who else but her, right? She had 35, and Paisley was second on the team with 18 points. So that dynamic duo, the the the, the guard line is pretty uh, impressive. Um, and then it's crazy that six foot seven Sarah Hampson's like coming off the bench because she's doing pretty well. She had a block in that game, and yeah, BYU this week. Hosts LMU at 11 a.m. on Thursday and Gonzaga on at 2 p.m. on Saturday. I don't know. It, it's been a couple years. I did go to one BYU game with my wife. She actually graduated from BYU, so 
it's fun going with her and her sister, who, uh, yeah, that their family grew up cheering for BYU. Her sister's actually going, going to Utah State um, the, the, this fall, but yeah, anyways, I'm just getting on a tangent there, but anything else, um, make sure to let it, let us know. There's BYU sports going all the time. I, I know this last week, every week we have a Cougar Corner on hivesports.com, so you can check what happens. Um, in the previous week, we recap it. Looks like BYU, oh man, the men lost a close one to UCSD um, in volleyball. What else do we got? We got a lot of sports starting up. Um, B- BYU softball is going to be starting. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. The the gymnastics team's been getting it going. Look, looks like, they, I mean, I think they visited. Oh, they, oh yeah, because, oh, so, so they won again up in Boise. So they won 196.450, so 195.975, so. Boise is a solid team, like BYU is overall really solid gymnastics team. Our our whole state is solid. We have SUU, USU, and BYU, and Utah. Utah is probably up at the top, but then you can kind of make an argument. USU took second to the Utes at the best of Utah, but head-to-head, um, BYU beat USU in the home meet at, in Provo. So, so a lot of different... Sports. Maybe we'll deep dive more into bracketology as we're getting closer to that. Um, definitely let us know what you're doing for your Valentine's. Maybe we'll throw it in a poll. By the time you see this, we'll do a BYU Valentine related thing, and maybe we'll just see what is the best type of BYU related thing that you could give your BYU fan for Valentine's Day. Like what? What? What could it be? Could it be like blue and white flowers? Like BYU tickets, BYU like swag, like clothing, uh, a cougar tail. You know, do you share one of those huge maple bar cougar tail things with your special someone at BYU games? Just, just let us know. Reach out to us, DM us, and and or or yeah, vote on the pin tweet. And yeah, thank you for listening to this um, mini version of of Cosmo. We usually like to do it at a half hour, but. Yeah, we're looking forward to future weeks. I, I know we've had Nate done a couple times in the podcast. His his Bengals just lost, so I'm giving him a break. But let's just, yeah, pray for all the Bengals fans out there. I know they've waited 30 years um, to even win a playoff game, and it was amazing that they got to the Super Bowl. We'll have to see how they do in future years. I know Burrow last year got an ACL injury, but he's doing better. But anyways, thanks, BYU fans, and we will talk to you next week. And Keep staying loyal to, to your royal. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.